Alpha, then Delta, then Omicron next. But this latest variant might be the best. It's XBB.1.5. Another brand of COVID-19 has arrived. It's a new strain, but it isn't the same. Sounds more like Elon Musk, his name. It's XBB.1.5. Not UB40, who sings red, red wine. Put on your mask when you're inside a facility. It could be a robot from a Star Wars trilogy. It's XBB. Hello and good evening. My name is Josh. I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. Where the folks here before the that is reason in the unreasonable. Makes sense that nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing this evening? What the fuck? Can you imagine? Can you imagine this is being new the too. T- like who is sitting at home in America watching Jimmy Fallon with his soulless fucking eyes staring straight ahead singing this horrible song that they clearly shoehorned into the lyrics like five minutes before the show started and like laughing at that like found anything funny about that whatsoever. I, I would like everyone to like actually go and watch the video and watch the very end. They finish the song and he goes to pass off the microphone and the look on his face. Do uh, you see that? Do you see what I'm trying to show you guys? <laughs> Looks like he's a gunpoint, dude. Level of soulessness in late night hosts where they just, they just do too many episodes, too many jokes that don't land. And like the, the, they just put it on to a level that they can't handle. He looks like just like a wave of guilt just hit him instantly. And you know, you know that his handlers have like the dirtiest fucking shit on him to make him do like this, this shame parade, the shame ritual. Oh, it's, it's disgusting. But yeah, that was nuts. Like that, there isn't, there's no more comedy left in this. Like it's just void of anything of joy. It's void of joy. that was that wasn't comedy. That was real medical advice. And uh, I'll have you know that today I saw multiple people wearing masks inside multiple facilities. If you would like to report on multiple masks in multiple facilities, where would you call in for that? One eight thirty three six 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 nine eleven. Again, that is one eight three three six 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 zero nine one one. If you wow, see a person a with a mask, record or... yourself shooting them and call one eight three three. Six 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 zero nine one one. Call in and let us know what you think they have on Jimmy Fallon that's making him do this this shameful yeah. act in front of everyone. Just look at the guy's face. It's it's right there. It's so obvious. All right, Josh, where do you want to start? Are we talking about sleep stuff or serial killer stuff? Or are we starting with patents? We let's start with patents for the time being. Okay, okay. No, let's end so, with the fun serial killer. Okay. <laughs> uh so i I was i I was scrolling through instagram the other day and i saw this this fun little infographic this this fun little chart um where uh i'll read the the title Uh, the innovation acceleration patents are being granted at record rates and so the little caption on the chart they have a little data point for each year and it was a 2021 saw the second most patents granted ever only beaten by the 358,000 the year before oh sorry for that uh, spoiled the lead. Um, so in 2020, there were 358,000 patents granted. This is 
300 let that let that sink in the level of innovation a, that's going on a third of a million just in that year well you have to realize too like a lot of these patents like they they just like shuffle them through the patent office just to like get something on paper right there's like a whole industry of like shoveling like patent applications down to like the dumbest concepts nope, just these, uh, Bob, these, well, are, these are very real, very unique, very uh, genetically distinct patents that we're observing here uh, <laughs> underneath the ice of Antarctica. I mean, sorry, in the patent office in D.C. <laughs> okay. Actually, that doesn't sound like as many as it is, actually. Like, you know, I... No? There were, there's... Okay, so there's 400 million people in America, almost. So we're talking one patent per thousand people. How many people, how many times, like, so let's say you live a hundred years. So one every 10 years, you, and on average, a person puts in a patent once every 10 years in order to achieve that number. I think that's realistic because if I lived like, I don't know, 10 different lives, one of those lives, I'd be some fucking autist that's putting in like 80 different patents on bullshit that I'm making and make up for the other nine lives where i was too lazy to do patents like one the one i'm living now aaron the <laughs> inventor what a what a great timeline <laughs> aaron the patent but anyway sorry i didn't mean that. to ruin that with that but it actually doesn't seem as high to me as as the number sounds to me i don't know keep going my bad so i i think i think it's funny that you bring up uh uh it, it in the context of you know, a thousand people or people filing these patents and people you might know or even yourself being uh, the ones to file these patents um people aren't filing these patents it's companies filing these patents just to <laughs> true guess guess which company filed uh, or i uh, guess had the most patents granted back in 2020 just to oh bob, bob is the chart up okay oh <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll hide it <laughs> wait, wait hold I, on. I haven't looked i haven't looked most patents most patents yes. uh is it like Tesla, SpaceX. Oh, it's got to be no. It's got to be a fucking pharmaceutical company. Pharmaceutical. Well, uh, I was gonna. Th I was actually thinking weapons manufacturer, but I now I think it's pharmaceuticals because you can just say any pill is a fucking new invention, and it's too easy to put out a million things. I can see it being highly lucrative, but I, I think it would have to go with like the the actual like weapons, like like Raytheon, a company that was the like first Raytheon. Thing I thought yeah, was them, but. Yeah, and then maybe okay. like tech, uh, the tech industry behind that. Yeah, so so there seem to be some mis misunderstandings um, or you know misjudgments of the whole patent business for uh, the the two of you. Where, um, firstly, there's not actually that much innovation in weapons weapons technology. Just uh, <laughs> a quick note there. Um, and also, there's um, <clears throat> for pharmaceuticals, uh, it's more of a regulated and slow and individual process for everything that's patented there. So they're um, actually going through the top 50. There aren't any pharmaceutical companies on there, which I, I found really interesting. Huh. Um, okay. The number one was IBM. IBM uh, had 9,130 patents granted in 2020. No shit. And, and then, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. funny because like, I consider like IBM like, <laughs> I don't know why, but like a dead company because like they got out no, of like no, the no, personal computing market. Yeah, exactly. And, and we don't in like uh, on the like i don't know not decline necessarily but they they've 
for my lifetime, they've always been a shadow of their former self uh, is what I have been taught or my impression of them. I feel like that's like a, a, a public image thing that they have going on for them because like in actuality they're like making supercomputers and like um uh quantum computers and like doing all like this like really cool shit but it's like you never see it on like the commercial end or i'm sorry you never see it on like the personal end you never see it in like a personal computer you it's, see it's it like all b2b stuff e exactly yeah um so this is just all yep. tech companies there's samsung then canon then microsoft then intel yeah it's uh it's it's tech, electronics, and automotive. Um they're they're decent abroad motive companies too are there, in, in the top fifty. Are most of these patents like proprietary software bullshit that like in order to just have yeah, it on so, paper they own everything you know, whatever. You know what I'm trying much. to say. I said that dumb, but <laughs> that was just for the dumb people out there. I could have said it smarter if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i appreciate you uh, uh go ahead Aaron. Know, knowing our audience speaking to the layman out there <laughs> no go no, ahead. Bob, bob bob this is a show for the common man i don't want to get all fancy on everybody the blue color oh. podcast <laughs> okay <laughs> wow um yeah no i ibm uh, i think this is just out of their 2020 patents um 2300 of them were ai patents and 3,000 of them are related to cloud computing. Whoa, they're, we have 2,300 AI out there. Well. Oh, boy. <laughs> At a minimum. Yeah, so whatever... Yeah, just in one company. So whatever constitutes a unique AI application. Um, but so so kind of a bit of context there. And that's typically about 50% about of patents are in uh, computer systems and computational models. So that, that field... Um, and uh but when i, when I initially looked it up Wait, i wanted to computational see, models so it's just in like theoretical <laughs> models so, so of the, possible the technology in the future is that what we're um, patenting no the technology <laughs> is the model itself it's like the the computer models that we use to predict that covid was going to kill everyone stuff like that there's a patent on that yeah, yeah i yeah, bet yeah. you there the is yeah the algorithm. <laughs> on theoretical possibilities <laughs> models of theoretical possibilities there's patents on that's fucking yeah, so nuts the uh patent cpc categorization is g06n computer systems based on specific computational models dude uh, you know what that's, that's like though that would be like when you're like getting high and like hanging out with your friends and you're looking up in the stars and you're like what if our solar system is an atom that's part of a bigger creature and that's what the galaxy is, but then you patented thinking about that. <laughs> hey, man, you can make a lot of money stupid. off that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe we are in the air in the inventor universe. And, uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't know it yet. <laughs> Okay, um, go so on. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, so, I'm, so I'm blown away at, with how dumb this is. I I was initially um thinking along your lines where it was that that a lot of these might be pharmaceutical uh, patents, and I, I wanted to look up yeah, seeing what the cat categories were, and I, I ran into a good old list of the top ten patents of 2020. Um, I guess the the, the headline kind of uh, gives a good summary. The top ten patents of 2020 from social distancing tech to facilitating driverless vehicles and 5g networks v very exciting right uh um. <laughs> facilitation <laughs> of smart communication hubs support 
driverless uh, vehicles and 5G networks are the next. Oh, I both uh, Aaron and sure. I's responses. Uh, what? Like what? <laughs> oh yeah, so, it looks. You know, I'm I'm sure there's some very exciting innovations here. Things that we've we've probably seen. Things we might have even used in uh, electronics we bought in in the last uh, you know two and a half years at at this point. Um, let, let's go down the list. Let's look at the first one. Uh, intelligent masking of nonverbal cues during a video communication. What is what does that? that mean? What does that mean? Intelligent masking of nonverbal cues during okay. So yeah, I was, I was looking through the actual um yeah the, the summary the, the background in the patent document and it is uh, they they do fa use facial recognition type software and uh some 3D modeling um <clears throat> what what should we call it uh deep deep fake type software to change what your facial expressions are and your hand or nonverbal other nonverbal cues are during a video call oh they're so aaron's bored face right now could be <laughs> looking like a happy face if only we'd use this i think it's ibm technology or it's, uh, yeah it's used for when the the yeah. reptiles are all laughing at us and the, you know we see president joe biden <laughs> giving a speech <laughs> <laughs> that that's what's happening yeah uh, exactly it's, it's very strange like it's um whatchamacallit there's uh oh that's the like one. like when uh oh. bill gates talks about reducing the the population of of the earth and then uh they had to edit out him licking his lips <laughs> that's basically <laughs> it's like an automated version of that i think uh no, no pretty like it's it's very weird because they don't talk about the application and looking it up um it's there's zero news on the patent itself so one it might just be a stupid thing they just, they want to be a proprietary and it never went anywhere but i yeah i feel like there are some some deep fake applications there are some of those applications like you just mentioned bob uh i feel like there's going to be applications for um moderating uh racist face racist or bigoted facial expressions or hand signs i that that's kind of the implication i i took from it when i was reading this is uh wh why do you need to change what somebody is expressing live in a video if not for moderation purposes you know be funny is if they were like they really tried to make like software where it, you couldn't make race racist faces and they just started <laughs> like blurring out like chinese people's eyes <laughs> 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 or it's like Justin Trudeau. He's just been in blackface this whole time, and like we just, yeah. <laughs> it's been, <You're... laughs> it's been changed and altered on our end. <laughs> Mr. Chan Ho, you're being racist. You're being flagged for having too Chinese of a face. <laughs> Stop squinting your eyes. That's very offensive. Yeah, that's very racist. <laughs> With your okay, stereotypical that's... name, you make me sick. <laughs> Really, we thought Mr. Ching Chong was a fake name. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Oy vey>. uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> no, now that that was that was a bit of kind of an esoteric example uh, that I just found interesting slash a little stupid. Um, well, let's go to something some something a bit more relevant. I'm sure you ran into it in uh, in your daily lives in 2020. Um, system and method for visualizing, tracking, and maintaining social distancing. Ooh, because. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so it's, it's exactly as the diagram depicts. Bob, Bob, give a give a little quick little description of what this uh, this is a picture of. Well, there's like a silhouette of a lady with like something hanging off of her ass, and uh, it kind of gives like this like cone, like if if like a light was shining from like the backside of her ass, 
down to the ground. It would give like a parameter around her, and whenever those parameters would cross, basically, uh, with another person in their ass flashlight, uh, that, that's what it's showing there. That's, <laughs> they give you a Venn diagram, basically. At its best. How is it creating <laughs> the sure, border sure. in front of her? Because she does. It's like literally like you're just all it is is a sensor array that's like you hang from your ass. Yeah, which just doesn't seem like a very practical thing. But the second so, somebody puts one of those on, you you got to step over the line like a kindergarten. Like, oh, I'm not quite. T- I'm not touching it. I'm not touching you. <laughs> well, it's like be outside their bubble, them and then breathe at them or cough at them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that doesn't seem. I like how it starts here. The phrase "social distancing" became a major part of the 2020 zeitgeist thanks to the many strain, uh, many strains society caused by COVID-19 pandemic. It's like okay. So a lot of these just came out of like sheer like complete uselessness. Like no one's ever going to need this. Yeah, so not in like a so good read, future. <laughs> reading through the background of of the patent, uh, like it, it starts out as or the, a little bit in. Uh, Although the concept of maintaining an appropriate quote unquote social distance is easy to understand in the abstract, it is somewhat difficult to maintain in reality. And they go through four paragraphs describing uh how it's it's difficult to maintain social distancing in in real life and how like the tape that grocery stores put on the ground isn't enough it's not actually <laughs> that useful to uh measure distances and and things like that so so exactly as bob described uh they they invent um an ass flashlight uh you connect to your phone and it creates just a little a little <laughs> bubble around you. It creates it's like a little the, light bubble around you. It's like those hula hoop suspenders that people made in the midst of the pandemic. It's basically yeah. that, but with like a yes, like a light but, box. And okay, I was a digital joking. Digital hula hoop suspender. I was joking about like the ass light box, but they actually say it, the patent claims a system comprising of a visible boundary generated device that includes a lighting unit within a main body and controller. It's like I was joking about the light box. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> so it's literally well, like those hula hoop suspenders that people made and looked it's completely just digital, ridiculous. But like, in. what happens if you're at the store and you walk up to a counter? Like, isn't it going to just block the light and it's going to start beeping every time that you are near anything? I, I'm sure the sensors can sense the plexiglass between you and the cashier and understand <laughs> yeah. that it's okay to be like a meter away. Then I bet this I bet this thing works awesome, and it must because it's top ten. So all the other patents must be fucking a okay with me as well. Like, well, be, it's because it's something that we uh, definitely used during the height of the pandemic, and everyone had and got a lot of value out of. That, Dude, they're going to teach in history good. books that we wear wore those the whole pandemic. <laughs> And everybody oh, loved that'd be it. Hilarious! Just come up with like their their product model, uh, or like the, the the people they have to model the technology, and never have any actual like real organic uh, photos. Jeez. Um, and then then uh, something. So that that was a little bit cheeky of me. Now now here's a <laughs> pandemic invention that you uh, uh, definitely, I'm I'm sure definitely used, or at least you know people who used electrochemical approach for covid-19 detection oh yeah oh i <laughs> i like the diagram that they have for this one cuz it definitely looks like <laughs> looks like a holocaust oven or a gas chamber or something <laughs> a literal gas chamber 
<laughs> there's like there's a box and there's like a, a a dude in the box with a vent at his um at at his feet and another vent like above him and then the box is like there's another room to it that has like just a jar of chemical <laughs> in this the looks like room. something the guy from saw would fucking come up with to punish you <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Josh. So, what does this do? How does this one work? Um, it it works exactly as it looks. It's uh ultimately like it's it's a very stupid um just you know chemical reaction little. I didn't make sense of it because it's stupid and no one used it. That's why. That's that's okay. the summary right there. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, because well, they didn't use it yet, Josh. This is for the next pandemic. Oh, the the BBA. Point six point seven. I I don't. I can't even like for how stupid, catchy of melody that Jimmy Fallon used. I can't even remember the name of the variant. <laughs> that's, that's how point one point five. There Come we go. On, Somebody was paying attention. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> what do you? I, I'm starting to think you don't even care about COVID nineteen anymore. <laughs> Josh. No, sorry. I'm, this I'm, I'm just, it's it's the brain fog from the long COVID from my last Omicron infection. Sorry, it was sorry, Grandma. It was Josh Capazola with the uh, candlestick and COVID in, in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that, that's those those are the ones I want. Oh, sorry. Actually, I do want to briefly want to go over um, <clears throat> one more uh, emotion estimating program, emotion estimating apparatus, and recording <laughs> medium storing program. I know why Josh is inter- interested in this one. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, why? Why is that? This Bob? is his new fucking upgrade. <laughs> Figure out. <laughs> They're on the verge. <laughs> hey, here, here. This whole time, I thought Bob was just digitally masking his nonverbal cues, but really, I just wasn't picking them up. That's- I estimate that you are sad. <laughs> <laughs> My, um, I, I took a. Go on. I took a quick skim through the documents, and it is. Uh, extremely rudimentary uh facial recognition for what is a smile and what is a frown there's a little more nuance for like specifically what they're going for how they're trying to measure it but like it's facial recognition for what is a smile or frown let's let's not uh beat around the bush that that makes sense but it it actually has like a lot more inputs to it though selection of input facial color okay voice linguistic representation heartbeat and they add heartbeat to it so like you know you'd have to be like connected to something like if josh wanted to like input my emotions to him you'd have to like connect me to like a heart monitor and you know get a camera on my face (laughs) if i don't already have you chipped (laughs) yeah god damn it also who needs to fucking hook who is hooking themselves up to a heart monitor to see if they're fucking smiling or frowning (laughs) this is so stupid that's, that's I hate wild. science, dude. We're going backwards. It's it's a lie detector what, test. What, what they've a lot, invented a lot of innovation to me. <laughs> is a new lie detector test, basically. Not even guys, I think I, I'm I, this is my new theory. Looking at how dumb these patents are, I think science is dead. No one's capable of doing it anymore. And we didn't ban plastic bags because we're retards trying to cater to like the environmentalists. We lost the technology to make the plastic bags at the grocery store. 
and we don't know how to make them again. And we had to pretend it was global warming because everybody would freak out if they realized how bad it's getting. Like we're regressing at a rate that we can't imagine. <laughs> we just keep losing all this technology. <laughs> yeah, we lost the plastic bag technology. I, I'm I'm convinced of it until I start seeing them again. Hey, at least we still have the ass flashlight. <sighs> the no, that, that's that's yeah. kind of the the. Uh, a good summary or a good uh, takeaway from what I was trying to get, what, what I was trying to get to, that that was four of the top ten of three hundred and fifty-eight thousand patents from that year. Th- this is the cutting edge of technology. This is a technology worth patenting. Patenting. So think of everything else out there, every other innovation, every other product on the market, patent pending. That's or patent pending or not patented. Um, these are the things that give companies competitive advantage. These are the things that uh, are are. I don't know. It's important to science in the world and truth, I guess. <laughs> and this is what we have. Well, a flashlight it... that uh, with a six-foot radius and um, a smile detector. A mood ring. It, it's once you get down to like these few mega companies owning everything, um, there's not really going to be much innovation because if you already control everything there is, you don't, wouldn't open up avenues for somebody to take a chunk of your power. Like... And they, this is how it works. Like that, I really but, we are like stagnant as or, far as like actual advancement. I would say it comes from like partly like a leadership, like CEO, like uh, like like Elon Musk, like this like eccentric billionaire basically that is like, well, I have this vision for a future, and it's so grandiose. He's like, okay, we need to do like this and do like all this stuff, but he's not considering the the scientific advancement it takes to lead up to that point, like. Because he's the one past, he's the one like approving all of these like these um, like research propositions. Basically, I I think he is considering it. I but I honestly he he strikes me as a person who's just like kind of this like uh, just re- like he obviously he's not the guy in there inventing anything. You know what I mean? Correct. No, Never what has I'm saying, been. but I think he that- has this idea. No, but I I think he has this idea because we pretend that like it's this way. Is that we're more advanced than we are. I think he's been tricked. I think he also actually believes the bullshit. Like we're this close to AI. We're this close to to going to Mars. We're this, this close. Like so all these people think we're this close to all this shit that we're not. And don't. And actually don't understand it. All these people getting into these industries think that we're like. Oh we're like ready to terraform. And you're like you haven't. Like you, you're not terraforming Mars. You can't even grow a fruit out of season in Greenland. Like, how are you going to terraform Mars? Like, do that one time, then, then we'll talk about the terraforming technology. Guys, our planet is dying, so we're gonna go terraform Mars to survive. Like, okay, they right. they have green greenhouse grown strawberries at Costco, and they're only twice as expensive. Uh, I can't wait for summer when I just could buy a shit ton of strawberries again. <laughs> Even with even with like the crazy claims that they say for like Antarctica, where it's like two hundred mile an hour winds and subarctic temperatures, that is a paradise to terraform. That is a summer paradise compared to Mars, where you, you can't breathe a breath of the air without instant death. Like, well, 
I mean, yeah, there is no atmosphere. There is no protection yeah. from solar radiation. No, there. I think there is some atmosphere, just very light. Well, compared to what ours is. gas, but not a proper... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But still, if... Like... If you, you can't start these people, but these people think we're this close to terraforming those things. They think we're this close to all this fucking wild shit. And well, we're actually, when you actually step back and look at it, we lost the plastic bag technology. That's the reality we're, we're in. Like, most people don't have skills to maintain any of the technology that they do have or don't understand it. We're like literally regressing in so many ways technologically. Nothing lasts longer because they get these corporate structures where, like, oh, everything's to be thrown away. So we throw away every bit of technology that we get, and now it's just getting shittier and shittier. And we think we, but we keep telling everybody with advertisement, oh, it's getting more and more and more advanced. And we look at this well, commercial, there's a spaceman on it. I mean, in certain ways, we are, though. Right, look how well, advanced I, I we under, are. I understand, I understand that 358,000 may not seem like that impressive of a number. Um, what if the patent office were to, you know, start approving like five hundred or six hundred thousand patents? Would you, would you feel a bit more confident about the future of humanity than than Aaron? Yeah, oh, yeah, because this would be twice as an impressive list. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, what were you saying, Bob? Well, uh, we We'd kind have of an are ass and crotch flashlight. I mean, we are at the same time making like I understand what you're saying, but if you look at like graphics cards or like CPU processors and, and, and stuff like that, like those are constantly improving a, a, a very like stable rate. They're always getting better and better and better. Uh, but it's reached the the physical limits of Moore's law. They, I, th I thought we were like, yeah, I was going to say right? right now we're, we're, we're reaching a point where actually they're starting not to advance at the same rate that they used to. And it's really all you're doing is improving upon an already discovered technology. Mm -hmm. It's not like they're coming up with a new technology. Correct. So, so I, I was also it, trying to say with like the, the Elon Musk like example, I was trying to say like the people inventing stuff and coming up with like this new technology are they're not the management. They're the people doing the work and they have to go through several layers of management and red tape to be able to get a project signed off on. Say if you work for like IBM doing like something right, you have to go through so much shit and you have some pencil pushing business degree like management guy above you being like well we can't we can't do that right now type well of yeah thing. but that's what i'm saying like the structure you you know we could just sit and argue why it's not advancing but you know whether it's corporate structure or whether it's whether that's through ignorance or on purpose um i still think that like i think most people that are in the workforce today now have grown up with a massive technological why too like they think that we're space explorers people think that we're space explorers and we we aren't we're not at that level of technology at all and well, people but people think that we are in, like in approximately 811 days we will be space explorers again <laughs> mm -hmm. yep totally yeah and and the, and a lot of people believe that josh and those people also think that farming is killing the environment so like that's where we're at we're regressing we're regressing as soon as you as soon as everything you believe is a lie, you we just you will naturally start regressing and nothing will make sense anymore. And when nothing makes sense, you literally can't keep advancing. So I want to point out too that <laughs> the vast majority. Um, so again, starting out the I think it's fifty percent of the patents were in the field of, of, of effectively code algorithm tech uh, tech you know digital stuff proprietary um, coding codes yeah. and shit 
exactly. And looking through the rest of the dis distribution, it's very few actual new things being built or like actual like real life applicable things to improve uh, physical processes and products and all that. So um, I, I think that's another kind of side like we're, we're not even just with the Mars example or the, the space ex exploration example that takes a lot of you know, that that's that you have to build something to get there. It's not just uh, writing it's making a simulation to get there. And uh, we don't have a lot of building new things, I guess. Well, we won't need to build new things, Josh. We're all going to live in the multiverse. Actually, no, the fuck? AI will learn how to build new things for us. Sorry. I, I retract everything I just said. The AI will automate <laughs> all the construction and build all the new things for us. Uh, it's only a matter of probably two or three years, and then we'll live in the uh, the perfect utopia then. That'll have to be another topic because that's fucking yeah, we hilarious. Gotta go back yeah. through, we got to yeah. go back through. We got to go back through. That's like, a real talking point, by the way. That's what AI people are saying is that in five years, we're going to, to everything's going to be automated by AI. See, and we're going to live. They, they keep using the word utopia, too. It's too they've been saying insane. that for 15 years. These people they've are been saying so that for 15 now, now, years. Now that we have chat GPT and, and fucking mid journey, uh, we're, we're there. <laughs> we're, we've, we've hit the, the, the point of no return. It's it's infinite expanse. We just need the fucking chips to run the computers. We Josh, need the energy to run the computer. <laughs> Josh, yeah, you're yes, a spook. Yes, you should yes, be saying we crossed the Rubicon. <laughs> oh, that's the term. Thank you. We crossed the Rubicon. <laughs> Thanks for thanks for putting me back on script. I, uh, you're welcome, oh, man. <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> but yeah, that's, like that's the the patent office. So that that's that's the whole thing, though. Is like that's another lie that people are going around. Like everything that everyone believes is a lie. Like they are what they people in charge of this industry are walking around. Most of them, not the just the, the scientists that are doing the work and the engineers. They don't really think that, but they probably tell their bosses that we're this fucking close all the time with the AI technology to keep their job. And but they're all walking around thinking that we're five years from AI automating everything. And people are making decisions based on that. Like, oh, well, we don't need this industry because in five years, robots are going to take it over. It's like, how about have robots take over one factory first before you start making decisions <laughs> based on your fucking fantasy? Because. We're not close there yet, but everybody thinks that we live in a world where we're fly we fly to Mars whenever we want. We fly helicopters there. We play golf on the moon, and AI is real, and then it's going to also run all of our industry in five years, and none of that is true. Oh, it doesn't matter if we destroy Earth. We're going to terraform Mars, a place that I'll never go, but I believe that for some reason, and then I'm that person that thinks all those things is in charge of industry are you fucking kidding me <laughs> of course we're regressing of course we lost the plastic bag technology there's no chance that we have that anymore we don't know how to make the plastic grocery bags anymore i'm 100 percent convinced of it <laughs> I, I wonder if there's this like an incentive program uh at ibm where like if you get a patent granted uh during a year you get like a you know two thousand dollar bonus and uh the company owns the patent i wonder if there's if like they have an incentive there in place for people to to be trying to push these patents constantly, yeah, they have a whole goddamn like team set up to to. I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is big business. IBM was pumping out ninety two hundred patents in a year, and that's down one percent than than the previous year. Like <laughs> yeah. that is that, that's wild. I'm sure that they only cash in on like five of them out of the ninety two hundred or whatever. Right. But, but it's probably yeah. worth it. But 
also there's probably an element of the patent the people at the patent wing of the fucking IBM building literally have to pump out a certain amount of patents or else they get downsized. Like it's probably something that fucking stupid. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. There's some manager whose bonus depends on them. I don't give a fuck what the fuck patent you put through, but you're supposed to put through 50 goddamn patents this month. Sharon. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Ask flashlight. You're in like, that's what? No, probably Eric, what's Eric, happening. I think, I think you're onto something. Down one percent, and then uh, and their their patent grants, and then uh, between 2020 and 2021, they laid off sixty thousand people. What they went in like sixty thousand patent people? No, no, no. Just number of employees from IBM. That, oh. I, I I don't know why. Like there was probably something that went on between 2020 and 21 that affected uh, certain industries. But you you know that's no idea. N- neither here nor there. Can't think of it. If you've ever worked in a corporate setting, which I think. Josh, you do? Yes. Bob, you're not really in like a corporate environment, no, right? No. Yeah, okay. Well, uh Josh and I have worked for shitty, like publicly traded companies for long times. But uh so in the corporate environment, uh Josh, how what's the percentage of people that are that pr- produce literally nothing for the company, nothing of value, and are just clinging on to the fucking bloated corpse of that company feasting on the money that's still there the the money on the bones as it sits there dying just to try to fucking sustain themselves till they retire 60 percent of the people yeah i I have uh limited exposure to everything that goes on in the shipyard um so yeah, I was I was gonna say between thirty and fifty percent. It, it it varies, you know, day to day. I was gonna say shipyard is probably is pretty good. Yeah, let's get. Ship- I like. Well, I'm I'm not like again. I've limited exposure to. Or I, I'm not like down to the yard with people who are physically building stuff too, and actually, you know, doing, doing real work. Like, yeah, are, actually, yeah, nece- a actually like, necessarily have to do things. Um, you know, so I'm I'm around a bunch of uh, engineers and uh, various office staff. Um. And an office yeah, staff has got to be fucking. It's high. Once you get to office staff, it's a high number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like administrate. Uh, once they start bloating up, like administration, uh, administrative stuff, like that. That's really what, like, where it is. Like HR departments, diversity and inclusion departments. Like they start tacking on all this like bullshit. And yeah, like you're right. It's like the every like all these piranhas surround like this this dead carcass trying to get what they can feast off before it finally just crumbles into the ground the amount of times you get a manager it's like oh we're fucked but i think we can string this out for like eight years i, I just gotta string <laughs> keep stringing this out so i don't get fired you know what i mean like love it. the amount of times that happens is all the time it's yeah in, in most like publicly traded companies i would assume that yeah especially yeah, like, like tech companies. oh we're losing money when we're going to be losing money doing this but if we do this this and this it'll look like we're not losing money for a few years until it's blatantly obvious that we're losing a shit you know like that happens all the time where they're just they just want to maintain their salaries so that they don't get they don't fucking have to look for another job and that's everywhere so that's just like you're not actually doing anything you're just like pretending to be productive and that's the world we live in. And then the last guy that knows the recipe to the plastic bags dies, and we're fucked, dude. That's uh, they're they're with how shipbuilding has gone the last four decades. Uh, there's um, 
a large retiring population of my company right now, and there are a lot of plastic bag inventors retiring and dying, and it's a uh, it's a problem. <laughs> hey, I bet. I bet. <laughs> That there's just going to be some fucking 20... Uh, dude, Josh, you're going to be the old guy that's like, ah, fuck, I'm not the plastic bag inventor, but at least you like knew about him. You know, exactly. you'll, you'll know legends of the guy that existed with the build that built the ship. And then like, oh, there'll be a kid that's 20 when you're in that position with his thumb in his ass going, oh, why aren't the AI building the boats yet? Like, <laughs> no, no, there, there, there are a couple uh, a couple technologies, a couple um, pieces of equipment where... Like the guys who've been the company's third at the company thirty years, they're the guy who's like, "Oh yeah, I met the plastic bag inventor when I was a junior engineer," and it's, <laughs> it's that far removed for a couple things. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna fall apart. Like there's so much infrastructure that we have that's going to start falling the fuck apart because people don't know how to maintain it anymore. That it's gonna be nuts. Like we're gonna go into a real fucked up regression at some point. It's gonna be hilarious. Well, exciting. the only way to stop the regression is to start resisting. And you can do that, Josh, by taking naps. Have you? <laughs> oh, God damn it. I have an intro clip for this. Why do I have to it hear about hard to find... naps again? <laughs> a moment to just rest. And when you can find the time, you might feel like you should be working on something instead. But rest can be a form of resistance. I don't want to be under the guise of believing that I have to be productive in order to be deemed worthy. I am enough now. Trisha. <laughs> Shut up, you sleepy bitch. What are you talking about? Now women want credit for sleeping too much? Fuck off. Let's put this into perspective. This is like a fat black woman that is... <laughs> We can tell that, the voice. That just said that she doesn't need to be productive to be useful. <laughs> no, no. This she, is uh, no. She's actually she's a fucking revolutionary napper. <laughs> fucking what an asshole. Jo okay, so Josh, what? Insane. What was your uh, official? I'll have you? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. My official stance is that sleep is a hoax. Okay. Yeah, sleep All... is for the weak. <laughs> Go do something productive, you asshole. Clarification: I, I did get my uh, eight minutes of waking rapid eye movement before the podcast, so uh, we, we should be fine, sharp as ever. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. C couldn't you tell? No, this fucking line highlighted in green is my favorite thing I've ever read in my life. <laughs> Wait, hold my... on. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. sorry. No, no, you read it. <laughs> I. My rest as a black woman in America suffering from generational exhaustion and racial trauma always was a political refusal and social justice uprising within my body. I thought it was the diabetes, but apparently it's generational exhaustion. Oh, God. I'm so glad my I My grandpa this. was tired. My father <laughs> was tired. And I'm tired. And I, it Hilton, stops now. I'm going to take point. a rest. I'm going to take naps to fight the man. Uh, <sighs> Bob, you know you're making a really good case for the sleep is a hoax thesis. What are you talking about? This, this okay, this woman, what's her name? Um, I totally forgot. Uh, tr yeah, Tricia Hersey. She came up with this revolutionary idea that people should should <laughs> rest on a daily basis, right? I would presume like eight hours of sleep a night. I don't know. That's just you know lowballing it there. 
I I took to rest and naps and slowing down as a way to save my life. Resist the systems telling me to do more. And most importantly, as a remembrance to my ancestors who had their dream space stolen from them. What? (laughs) This is insane. This is the fattest fucking dumbest woman ever. And she's like, I'm... I nap to save my life, not diet or exercise, because that would be against my dream space. (laughs) (laughs) Josh, have you had your dream space stolen from you from uh, being overworked and not napping enough? It sounds like it. So I can. Okay. What? No. (laughs) I still I still dream. (laughs) Anyway, this is more about naps, guys. It's about a deep unraveling from white supremacy and capitalism. These two systems are violent and evil. <laughs> oh, rest, we're gonna, we didn't know we are going to get philosophical here. Rest pushes back and disrupts a system that views human bodies as a tool for production and labor. It's a counter-narrative, right? Rest is a counter-narrative, Josh. We know we are so not I'd like, I'd like to. We are I'd divine. Like... <laughs> I agree yes, we, we do with that, that statement, which is hilarious. I wouldn't say it that gay, but like... What the fuck? Like, she just literally is... This is the biggest excuse to be the laziest fucking piece of shit ever. Uh, Yeah. So I'd I'd like to call back to approximately five minutes ago when Aaron was talking about a uh, great regression, people not knowing how to do anything, uh, the infrastructure not being able to be supported... Um, I, I feel like I feel like Bob's topic ties in uh, wonderfully. <laughs> These are the willing the, the participants that, yeah, yeah. of this society that Aaron was talking about. <laughs> it's, it's prophetic. I don't need to sleep. In five years, the AI will sleep for me. Take that. <laughs> That's the spirit. So she goes on here. It, it's not a joke nor anything to make light of. Black people are dying from sleep deprivation and our resistance to arrest is a social justice and public health issue. Um, is oh, yeah. If any, everybody knows that that anybody knows anything about black people is that they, <laughs> they hate sleeping. They're just always up at the crack of dawn. Fucking, <laughs> we can't get them to stop coming in early. You're like, I can't stop paying you this overtime, Jamal. You're working too hard. You're here from sun up to sundown, you never sleep. <laughs> How do you always show up kids 15 to 20 minutes early? It's just baffling to me. I come in an hour early every day, and then I come in earlier than that, and you're always here first. (laughs) Damn it, Darnell. I'm pretty sure that this lady who wrote this has to be like I think I've uh, she's been my clerk at the DMV. She's been the clerk at the county <laughs> office. She's been the clerk <laughs> at the city. She's working five jobs. She, she, yeah, no she Fucking at the DMV. She's the she's TSA. She's every TSA agent at once. <laughs> she runs the counter at McDonald's. Yeah, this is, this lady is everywhere. She's like Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> Fucking no wonder she needs some sleep. The burger comparison. (laughs) Your faithful nap bishop is how she signs off on it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Your faithful nap bishop. You will begin the process of deprogramming from your brainwashing under, uh, under grind culture. Go slow. Learn history. Learn your own history. 
view your body as its own unique technology and listen. <laughs> well, I don't I think, think she that wants. I wasn't a machine. Now I you're think... saying I'm technology. I'm confused. Yeah, <laughs> this work should be respected as a bomb for all of humanity. Find ways to connect back to your body and mind. Find ways to intentionally well, even slow white down. Oh, yeah, we don't want that. We don't want white people going back into their history. <laughs> Find ways to, to reimagine and snatch rest right now. It is your divine and human right to do so. We will rest. Isn't that inspirational? Josh, don't you feel just a I, little... I feel like it's a little... A little counter to the uh, like, we will not rest until uh, <laughs> we get sleep. I don't know how. However, that would go. Um, I, I'd also like to uh, make make a, a little a declaration here that I uh, I I um, am going to go on a sleep strike in support of racial justice until <laughs> the uh, wait. I, I think you're supporting. Okay. I, know, I know it's not. I think you're yeah, supporting yeah, white supremacy by doing side. that. Yeah. <laughs> based <laughs> well, no, but, but I'm, I'm i'm making i'm freeing up more time for black people to sleep that's how this works right <laughs> yeah you're playing you're paying sleep reparations yeah and in honor of mlk this weekend that's 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 what i'm gonna do not sleep all you right what's funny is she says things that shouldn't even be that actually some of the things she says even though she uses like the fucking dumbest like astrology like language like just the dumbest like the way she says everything is so stupid but um she says one one sentence that made me laugh she's like we should view our bodies as its own unique machine and it's like yeah we should actually everybody everyone should know that it's actually the most advanced machine ever and it's insane and that should blow your fucking mind daily and you shouldn't think i don't know that you're uh, all from the same piece of slime, uh, sludge that got struck by lightning fucking 100 billion years ago. You know, you, know, you should Aaron, be thinking that it is the most advanced machine. That, that would be a good start. But this bitch wants you to think that so that you fucking don't give her shit when she sleeps all day. Are you kidding me? <laughs> she took an actually like divinely inspired thing and is like, and that's why I need to get 18 hours of rest every day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Aaron, <laughs> like, uh, speaking of machines, I, I'm sure you can relate, but uh, my car runs best when uh, I don't turn it on for three or four months at a time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with the battery drained. <laughs> <laughs> I was, dude, I was, I was stressed out that my car wouldn't start when I got back from, I just picked it up finally after like three weeks. I was like, oh, okay, let's see how this goes. But that's it. it. Though. That, that's all I had. In regards to that, I I just thought it was oh, really that funny. is fucking awesome. Speaking of <laughs> dumb bitches, do you guys want to hear about a woman serial killer? Absolutely. <laughs> For every serial killer, there is someone somewhere that knows the truth. Perhaps the killer is autistic. Perhaps retarded. Likely both. Jeffrey Dahmer is intelligent and articulate. That is what makes him so frightening. I got a good brain. Could Dennis Rader have got away with it? How should I know? I'm retarded. But then BTK seemed to have stopped himself. Let's talk about the soap maker of Correggio. This is an Italian woman. In uh, the early 1900s, 1939, 1940, she killed three people. 
Okay, which apparently is enough to be a serial killer. But yeah, it's like scraping the bottom of the barrel. Fucking lazy ass women. Jesus for a woman, Christ. though, that's like killing 70 people for a man. So that's pretty good. Okay, I'll take it. And she did it with an axe, not with poison like a bitch. Really? Respectable. Yeah. Putting yes. in that work, so, that labor. Now, you know, my theory is that all, all serial killers are autistic retards, right? They're just unfunctioning, mouth-breathing morons. Yes. Not geniuses. I mean, you, you made a good case the once you did this before. I thought I made a good case when I said it was a woman that did it. But. <laughs> so, what happens is this woman has. Let's actually just read some of her life because it's it's just too good. So, Leonardo Cianciuli. I'm not going to get any of these Italian names right, but. I'm offended, Keep... but go on. <laughs> Moving on. She attempted suicide twice in her youth. Off to a good start. Normal check so murder. far. <laughs> 1917, Cian Suli married a registry office clerk, Raphael Pensardi. Her mother did not approve of the marriage as she had planned to marry her to another man. Cian Suli later claimed that on this occasion, her mother had cursed them. <laughs> So, already tried to kill herself twice, believes in curses. Um, and believes her mom cursed their marriage. Off to a good start, uh, yeah. She, she got imprisoned for fraud in 1927. Um, and then they moved to Corrigio, where this woman, uh, Sienzuli, opened a small shop. Uh, so, she got pregnant 17 times, which is pretty sweet actually she lost three to miscarriage 10 died as children i you cannot convince me she didn't drown most of them but those add to her tally yeah so she had four kids that survived now she went to this is where my this is where this one makes me really happy because she like hits like every stereotypical woman thing so she believes in curses tried to kill herself a couple of times uh and then um, she goes to a fortune teller, uh, and the fortune teller said she would marry and have children, but that all of her children would die young. So she literally does like a Cersei Lannister, where she starts making all these crazy decisions to try to protect her, protect her children. And um, so her oldest son, Giuseppe, is going to join the army for World War II. She determined to protect him from the fortune teller uh, saying that he was going to die, decided that human sacrifices were required. So, uh, so not like like not not like killing the army recruiter or some other situation that would prevent not him hiding her war. son or yeah, getting yeah, him not, into a different thing. Like um, but blood just, sacrifice, just arbitrary human sacrifice. Like what are the yes. sacrifices to? Are they to like a particular demon or god or something? Azazel. No idea. <laughs> she didn't she didn't elaborate. She just needed to make Maybe it, that's why it didn't human work. sacrifices to the universe, you know, just to, to the ether. Uh to protect her child during World War II. So she lures she lures a lady into her house. Um the her first victim, Faustina. Uh, was a lifelong spinster who had come to ha her uh, t for help finding a husband. Cianzioli told her of a suitable partner in Pola, but asked her to tell no one of the news. She also persuaded Seti to write letters and postcards to relatives and friends. 
They were to be mailed when she reached Pola to tell them <laughs> everything was fine. Preparing for her departure, Seti came to visit Sansuli last one last time. Sansuli killed her with an axe and dragged her body in the closet where it was cut into nine parts and its blood was gathered into a basin. Uh, so this is her description when she admitted to all this later. I threw the pieces into a pot, added seven kilos of caustic soda, which I had bought to make soap, and stirred the mixture until the pieces dissolved in a thick, dark mush that I poured into several buckets and emptied in a nearby septic tank. As for the blood in the basin, I waited until it had coagulated, dried it in the oven, ground it, and mixed it with flour, sugar, chocolate, milk, and eggs, as well as a bit of margarine, kneading all the ingredients together. I made lots of crunchy tea cakes and served them to the ladies who came to visit, though Giuseppe and I also ate them. Oh, God. That's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, Now, next one was uh, Francesca, or Francesca. um, Sianzioli claimed to have found her a job at a school for girls in Piacenza. Um, So she kept telling them that there was something in a different town, and then she had them write postcards and letters to their family that she would mail after she killed them, pretending they were in that city and then never yeah, hear from her again. Plan. Okay. Can't <laughs> away with it for like two then. years because of it. So, uh, so then, anyways, they then she drugged her with wine and then killed her with an axe. Um, so where where'd you same get this thing. whole process of uh, disposing of a body or dissolving down um, and disposing she, of a body? It, it feels like I she mean, watched like. 1920s breaking bad or sorry 1940s breaking bad no you know honestly what it really is is just that people back then knew how to use all the parts of bodies for different shit because they didn't have just access to a shit ton of soap so one lady just knew how to make fucking soap she knew that she had to buy fucking seven pounds of caustic soda to make soap with and just was like oh i can just fucking mix it in with the soap that'll get rid of some of the shit That'll get rid of some of the bones and bullshit. I used to make it out of pig bones. I'll make it out of lady bones now. And then my son will be safe from the fortune teller. From the evil fortune teller. Because I'm a woman. And I believe in astrology. Oh, Jesus. Same thing with the third lady. Um, There's some lady who was a widow who was like a singer. So she claimed to find her work as a secretary for a mysterious impresario. Um in florence and so she told him not don't tell anybody write all these postcards to your family and then she murdered her and this is how the way she got caught um she got caught because that third woman's sister-in-law knew that she had gone over to that lady's house and then never saw her again before she was supposed to leave for florence and told the police and they went and found her immediately and then she denied all the claims but then they the police figured that her son giuseppe was like a co-conspirator and then she was like no 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 no, he's actually not i i really just did all this to fucking save him from the voodoo and uh but that last lady she said she ended up in the pot like the other two her flesh was fat and white when it had melted i added a bottle of cologne and after a long time on the boil I was able to make some most acceptable creamy soap. I gave bars to neighbors and acquaintances. The cakes, too, were better. That woman was really sweet. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> so this bitch is just eating people and trying to save her fucking son from her fortune town, she's, from a bad fortune. She's literally just like the witch from like Hansel and Gretel. It's like, Isn't she? 
Yeah. Hey. I, and I just love that she did this all for like fortune teller reasons. Like, oh, for how? Oh, what yeah. a classic woman way to fucking get convinced to murder people because your fortune teller told you to. You can't blame a woman's noble instinct to want to, want to protect her child. Like, there are extenuating yeah. circumstances here, to say the least. <laughs> I'm sure there are, Josh. <laughs> Some other batshit crazy lady. Told him, told her her family would be in danger, so she starts murdering other innocent people that have nothing to do with the safety of her children, and then bakes them and serves them at fucking book parties. Like, fuck, holy shit! So we'll leave it up to you guys, uh, to the, the audience, to decide. Was the soap maker of Correggio a uh, woman brain mouth breathing retard or a? super genius that just had a penchant for murder <laughs> i think she was just regular uh, woman brained <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly which is the equivalent intelligence of a man who stands too close to trees for <laughs> awesome i love yeah, it I, I think i think we should outlaw fortune tellers they seem like a danger to society you're like, you must suck your husband's dick every day or your children will die. <laughs> you just got to start giving better like fucking <laughs> messages. Oh, the ghosts will get me if I don't do this. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready for a little bit of science? Always. Always. You need to know what science discovered, you need to know today. Whether it's face or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay. Archaeologists have discovered complex supply chains may have appeared more than 3,000 years ago. Evidence hints miners in Central Asia provided crucial metal to Med Mediterranean rulers. All right, so this is not your typical science discovers. There's something <clears throat> psyopy about this, right? With all the talk about supply chains, Green New Deal, COVID, and all that, all that shit. There's something fishy about this article. It starts off here. Long distance. Go on, because actually my my head went to somewhere different for the psyop, but okay. Long-distance supply chains vulnerable to disruptions from wars and disease uh, outbreaks may have formed <laughs> millennia before anyone today grasped at gas prices or gawked at empty store shelves. So where, where are you going with it then? Um, keep going first. Okay, so basically they found that between 3,600 and like 3,200 years ago, they, they found villages where they would be mining tin. In like Central Asia, Southern Turkey, and and stuff and stuff like that, and they would ship it like su supply chain it all the way to the Mediterranean for them to make like their the precious met uh, precious metals and like higher quality weapons and stuff like that. Um, and then they go into remote community uh, communities located near rare tin deposits, tapped into an intense demand among ancient urban civilizations for metal that, along with copper, was needed to produce bronze, researchers report. So, yeah, th this is like, they, they tried to, the PSYOP here is like, they're, they're taking some dumb archaeologist uh, theory where they're like, well, they could have mined tin here. I don't know how they could know that. Like a, a, a 
3,500-year-old tin mine. I don't think it would be in, like, standard condition. I don't know how archaeologists would determine that, Josh, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, well, they yeah. showed deep-sea diving. I think they just tried to figure out where the ship was from, found a ship that they attached to a certain time period in a certain okay. region, yeah. and then saw that they had tin shipments on it. No, Correct. I, I found it. The 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 they documented chemical fingerprints of 105 tin ingots. Um, ingot IDs were based on distinct combinations of different forms or isotopes of tin, lead, and trace elements in the ingots. So apparently, there's differences, but enough differences between tin deposits across the world that they were able to ID these from a uh, relatively specific source. Yeah, tracing the tin sources of the Bronze Age is and remains one of the most challenging problems in archaeology. Uh, efforts to identify chemical and molecular properties of different uh, Eurasian tin deposits are still uh, in early stages, he adds. So, <laughs> add a little cherry on top of that. I think this is just like this really weird psyop about, uh, well, we're going to start going back to supply chains that looked more like 2,000, 3,000 years ago. Everyone get ready for that. Like <laughs> That's basically what it's looking like in my eye. That's the psyop. I mean, when, when you're talking that far back, you're talking post-Egyptian empire. And if you think that there wasn't global trade then, like... Leading up my to favorite that example yeah. of ancient, yeah, of my favorite example of ancient like empires and like definitely having global communication is the pyramids. So we're talking the same time period, and it's like the pyramids make Orion's belt. If you use east west around a north starting point for your navigation, which is what we still fucking use, we're again no advancements in fucking navigation. We still use a compass. Um, then there's pyramids in Mexico and China that geographically line up to make Orion's belt with the other pyramids that all line up to be Orion's belt. So each of those pyramids separately oh, I have seen are Orion's belt. And then they also line up on a bird's eye view to make Orion's belt on the whole world. If you use east, west, east as a, as a measurement around a north point. Okay. Do you know sure what I'm saying? I'm just making a case for aliens, Aaron. Yeah, it had to be aliens. <laughs> it was aliens, but also we had global supply chains, but not really. We were all cavemen, uh, depending on what lie we're trying to tell you at any point. Like, we had global civilizations way before 1492 when fucking Col Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That so if you one, believe one the history expedition. books, you're a retard. What was that, Josh? That, that was a one-off expedition. That was kind of the first time anyone had sailed more than, you know, 10 or 20 miles across the strait before. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> one ever thought to keep going west because the king surely would never put anybody's life at risk to gain access to unlimited free land. That would never happen. So 1492 was the first time that they could convince anyone to do it. It's fucking stupid. Free land sounds like fake news. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> No, there wasn't a joke there. I'm gone. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. Like, that's all. I, I just, uh, I think that this is the first thing that hit me was like, wow, did you believe that they had global supply chains for tin? And it's like, of course they did. Like, I think it's just them trying to obfuscate the whole, like, there were actually global empires 
and like it wasn't all mud huts until 1800s when the fucking like Rothschilds and uh Rockefellers saved us with pharmaceuticals like it, that's how they try to add, that's how they yeah. try to teach history to people it, it kind of feels like over like since we've been doing like these archaeo- uh, archaeology topics it kind of feels like they're trying to push back this narrative of kind of civilization started 10,000 years ago right they keep finding more and more well, things that keep pushing the timeline back a little bit and they they're doing it in increments before you know it cuz like when i was a kid it was 10,000 years like from now basically like did we ever just start developing like cropping and then you know moving out of like the hunter gatherer diet and we moved into cities at, that was like the starting point of cities like states basically and it, yeah it, they keep trying to push that that timeline back by a far far margin i think but also with a lot of these i it's hard to tell with a lot of these timelines because it's like okay who is what's our earliest civilizations that we know of and it's like is it the Aztecs or the Mayans or is it the fucking ancient Babylonians or Sumerians or like, but a lot of times they use like carbon dating and whatever they want to be the answer to fucking like, Oh no, this was the pyramid. This pyramid's 4,000 years old. This one's 4,000 years old, 4,000 years old. Oh yeah. Jews build them all. And then it's like, well, this one might be 15,000 years old. And you're like, wait, what? Like, uh, we don't really know. We don't know how to read any of this shit. This hieroglyphic, so we just kind of made up a story about it. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't know. We just have these relics of clearly this is a global civilization. They were not making the pyramids and then not knowing what was across the scary water to their west. Yeah, that, so, like those two things don't coincide. You have to be a moron to think that that's the case. My my takeaway is linked to that, where I feel like in history class in general. Uh, popular media zeitgeist looking back more than a thousand years uh everything is depicted as land travel routes that the only way to get from egypt to greece is going around through turkey and and uh, like the holy lands and all that area and and like this is showing that uh and, and the other like the historical examples of trade routes like the silk road and things like that where that's uh, but this is showing that there were ships that could go shipping on shipping routes open, that, that could go on of open ocean. Of course, there were shipping routes that like, they could what? navigate. Like, but, like but, that is open open sea navigation. For some reason, is treated like a a fifteenth century technology, and then suddenly there were thousands yes. of boats in the ocean. Then, and then just out of nowhere, out of the blue, in sixteen hundred, we got the East India Trade Companies, and what? then that's when history starts. What they try to act like is that we sailed around the coastline of the Mediterranean exactly. Sea. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. but then we didn't do ocean travel until like the fifteenth century, like you were saying. Like all that's when we got the boats to go on ocean. No, because like the fucking Roman Empire yes. always talked about like, sailing across the Mediterranean to go fucking wage war. But that's where we're saying is how they portray history. Right. And yes. but that's across the Mediterranean. They still act like ocean travel was like this mysterious thing that we just never even thought to try to do until the 15th century we didn't have the technology to make the boat bigger we could build the pyramids four thousand years ago but we don't have the technology for a bigger boat this looks like (laughs) you see how that doesn't fucking add up if you are just by the way you know what i mean this picture (laughs) yeah yeah. Oh, sorry, they live on a sea. Me, whatever. They definitely had big boats. If they were building the fucking pyramids, they definitely made big boats. Garen fucking teed. 
There's wait, wait, no wait, wait, chance wait. that that's those two things were mutually exclusive. Oh, no big boats, but look at these pyramids that no one can fucking wrap their head around 4,000 years to 15,000 years later, depending on who you ask. Slight so, so aside, uh, Bob, scroll back up to the top of the article. Uh, you don't have to have it, but uh, uh, the caption for the photo is, uh, analyses of tuning gets found aboard a merchant ship that sank off Turkey's coast around 3,300 years ago suggest that sophisticated supply chains of metal uh, ran from Central Asia, Asia and part of Turkey to the Mediterranean. A replica of the vessel is shown. Did they what? build a fake boat and sink it just to take pictures? That's what it implies. A, re- a replica was found? A, a replica is, sh- is shown. So, like, the, the picture here, an underwater picture with a diver, like, exploring it, and it's a fake boat. It's apparently a replica that they just dumped into Whatever. the Whatever. Whatever. My point still stands. You don't yeah, make the pyramids still, sorry, and just, also not know how to make a boat. Yes, but yes. yeah, you're right. That's fucking stupid. They yeah. built a boat and sank it for this article? There's no way. What, why, what's well, going the, on there? The study, what? This makes no sense. C- yeah, because they said yeah. a replica of it. Hold on. A diver who participated in the excavation of the, sh- of the shipwreck. Okay. So it looks more rugged than that i think if you like look at this picture in in the article with like the actual scuba diver holding like a big block of metal i think like the remnants of a boat is like below him basically that's I think. more believable but yeah than anything because uh, so this is just another artist interpretation of something or they just took a picture of another boat that's like 100 years old that because like that, that looks might like be, they might not have any pictures so they yeah. just fucking photoshopped a scuba diver next to any boat yeah. and then just went yeah, yeah for the article the wooden boat well, you know that they're showing underwater cameras when it was originally found in the 1980s yeah yeah god damn it <laughs> Again, another thing we have that we can't prove exists, yeah. but you just believe us. We're science. <laughs> but that's it. That is the prop- the the weekly propaganda of the science community. Uh, we're just doing our part as science communicators and steminists on oh, the yeah. show. Do we have any voicemails before we uh, take off? Absolutely. Sweet. Happy New Year. All right, my prediction. Off of this, uh, apparently all the artists going to the moon. That's the commie takeover. That's they're putting all the artists on a boat, and they're like, yeah, yeah, get in the yeah. I know it's a shipping container, but it's leading to the rocket. Just get in, get in, and then they sink the boat, and it will be the day that art died, and everybody will light a candle, and that's it. And then we just close down all the art programs, like lockdown, because we're in mourning. Isn't that something that commies always do? Like, destroy all art and religion? Oh, man, that's pretty cool. I mean, I got another group of people I'd load on the shipping container, but I think they're going to do it to the artist. Because <laughs> nobody ever fucking does what I want to do. God, I'm rambling. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, looks like Bobby has an idea here. I don't know if 10 YouTubers getting fake launched to the moon and dying is... Uh... They're gonna have to it's gonna be the day art dies, right? They're gonna have to increase the weight capacity to these spaceships very quickly to to accomplish that. <laughs> we got a lot of fucking useless artists here, but that's a good idea, isn't it? Is that something the communists do? Or get rid of Genocide. all the, the yeah, oh yeah, fucking artists. 
Like, yeah, that's what they're doing now, but they're using the internet to try to just make you only, you're only allowed Whoa, to say the things I agree with. AI, I agree. AI art is killing artists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except this time it's capitalists. And then we'll just figure out we actually don't need the physical artists anymore. We just have mid You know, there bot. was, Josh, you know that there was finger paint comic book artists back in the day that were like, paintbrush, you're going to kill art. Like, all it oh, is yeah, is a no. tool to help you paint better. I mean, people are saying that about uh, the, the Photoshop. People are saying that about, yeah, um, like just bringing in new brushes and media over the decades constantly that that is the the accusation that it's not real art that is going to kill art etc etc like the the ai art thing especially if you've used the tool it's not at a point where it's replacing art and it has its its uses uh it's a separate discussion but the problem the reason they hate it is because it what the only people it hurts are the people that are really good with the brush the current brushes but what the art that's in their head is mediocre now they're (laughs) fucked yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, it, That's anybody point. else, if they're an actual artist, will look at this and go, oh, I can use this to bring some of my ideas to life quickly. That's amazing. Yeah. The, the actual creative people love it. And I've seen some really like creative things come out of like the, because uh, you have to like input all, all those things and actually, you know, for the output to come out the way that you want it. Some of those are amazing. They are plus art is not um it's both invaluable and useless valuable at the same time like it, it's like uh or wait yeah yeah you're right invaluable and completely useless at the same time like there's no value to it although you need it it's right. weird but like but that's actually like real art not just like what's sponsored like obviously you know what I mean the stuff that actually makes money is usually bullshit. Like right, real art is like something most of the time sentimental, like something that hits deep in you. You know what I mean? Or like has yeah, it's organic or whatever, and it can be in so many different forms. It's like I fucking I value Stone Toss comics more than I value the Mona Lisa. You know what I mean? Like I that's a great comparison. Yeah, (sighs) and one one I find to be like high art, (laughs) the other I find to be. A tranny in a wig with a fucking <laughs> with a bad smile. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 isn't it just because uh, uh wait who the fuck wrote uh painted that was that uh Da Vinci Da Vinci uh, did Mona Lisa right um, I'm pretty no sure idea. it's just Da Vinci in a wig Da Vinci self portrait like literally it looks like Da Vinci in a wig that I've you, you mean Da Vinci was trans and he was drawing his real self. No, I think that's what the smile is. He's like the trans mm, people are going to claim Vinci for their community mm. now. He's theirs mm. now. They'll never. No one knows that I'm a pretty she, lady in this she, picture. She's, there. She, she's theirs now. No, ah! <laughs> <laughs> they'll never notice my Adam's apple. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I'm off on a tangent. This episode already went long. Thanks for listening, guys. Sorry I was gone last week and made the episode cancel. Blame fucking American Airlines for fucking up my flight. Yep, it was Aaron's fault. <laughs> thanks for listening also i respect your opinion and whatever else you said about me whatever fuck this shit i have a playstation raincoat don't tell me you don't like my show